Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Rock the Dragon, a Dragon Ball Super podcast. Of course, your host, Tim Bridgewater. We are coming off of the uh, episode 25 spectacular. Hopefully everyone has had a chance to uh, listen to that. If not, obviously it's still there. It's not going anywhere. I decided to hold back a little bit on this episode uh, of the podcast just to give people a little bit more time to kind of sink their teeth in episode 25. It's a big one. It's like almost two hours, I think. I know you guys have kind of been wanting some longer episodes, so hopefully that was long enough for you. Uh, Just to kind of recap, you know, I had a a special guest host there, Stephen Ocentelli, my old co-host from Geekly Dose podcast I used to do. Of course, that one's still up, Stitcher.com as well as iTunes. Also, Republic City Report, Legend of Korra podcast. Both of my old podcasts are still up. But uh, Steven joined me on the show and we broke it down. We talked about Dragon Ball Super. We talked a little bit about Dragon Ball Z. Uh, we talked about what's been going on with him lately. And then we just kind of, we you know, did some emails and we broke down the episode. And then, of course, I announced a surprise that I had for you guys. And that was me doing 25 uh, impressions of Dragon Ball Z characters, or maybe I should rephrase that 25 Dragon Ball Z character impressions. Uh, yeah, so it's all the 25 different characters, uh, except for the fact that I did count um, the Ginyu Force as one character because it was, it was just so short, right? So uh, if you want to see the video of that, all 25 impressions, um, make sure you head over to facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast. And you'll find the video there for that. Uh, I also uploaded it to YouTube.com, Tim Bridgewater Geek. So either one of those is fine, but I prefer you go over to the Facebook page because once again, I'm always going to push that page because the more likes I get, the more likely this thing will continue into the foreseeable future. Uh, And at the very end, we jumped into a big epic review of Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, So if you guys haven't seen that movie yet, uh, take a little time, go see it, and then go back and finish the podcast and listen to our review of it. Of course, if you've seen it, go ahead and listen to it. You may have already heard it. Uh, so yeah, I had a blast doing episode 25. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, it definitely took a while to put all of that together. <laughs> I mean, I had to arrange the interview with Steven, and I had to um, obviously work on the impressions and do the video and all of that stuff. So uh, I hope you guys have found some enjoyment in that. If you did... Please, please, please uh, leave me a review on iTunes. Um, That's incredibly important. I can't really stress how important that and liking the Facebook page is um, just in terms of, you know, helping keep me motivated. And not only that, uh, we want the podcast to grow to a bigger audience, right? Because if you guys enjoy the podcast, then it stands to reason that more people will enjoy it, too. And there's only great things to come and bigger things and more things to come, the more uh, we can keep this thing moving forward. So thank you guys for all of that. So, yeah, enough about the episode 25 talk. It's up. Uh, here's to possibly make, maybe making it to episode 50. Uh, I don't know. But for now, we're going to talk about episode 26. Um, as always, if you have anything, questions, comments, etc. About anything that I've talked about on, on the podcast, you can send me an email in our sec for our segment. Uh, what are you saying at rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com. With that being said, I do have uh, two messages slash emails that I'm going to read uh, at this point. And the very first one that I have here is from Seth. Seth, thank you so much for reaching out. Uh, Seth is a relatively new listener as far as I am aware. Uh, So he sent me a nice lengthy message here for me to read and I'm going to read it. So Seth writes. 
Hello, Tim Sama. I am writing on behalf of Kakarot's Bane, my new Dragon Ball Facebook page. We just found your podcast a couple of days ago and are running a train on it. Hope you don't mind. First off, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your podcast is great. I love the raw, off-the-cuff, and honest nature of it. I like that it's not too short. It could be even longer, too. While I watched the, the subtitle Japanese version, your podcast made me go back and catch up on the dub version as well. But I am here to do two things primarily, other than sing your praises. One, get you to watch the subbed Japanese version, and two, shamelessly plug my own fan page. One, the Japanese version has many advantages and is superior in many ways as well. Uh, I, like you, grew up watching DBZ after high school days and loved the Toonami version down to the actors and sound score. I, like you, wanted to wait for the dub version as that's what I knew and loved before. And I, like you, have Frieza as my favorite character. After having seen Resurrection F in theaters, I wasn't overly tempted by the subbed version when they did it on Super. But when I heard they were bringing Frieza back again, I couldn't help but start watching the subbed version, and boy, I am glad I did. I started to really love the nuances. Goku's a total hick. Krillin sounds like the 12-year-old he looks like. The translated word is so much more in the spirit of the characters than the American voice. Uh, I felt I came to a deeper understanding of these characters I've loved for decades, and the show as a whole, too. Plus, the subversion is great. It's current. No spoilers, fresh off the grill, man. But whatever you do, don't stop your podcast. I have a two-hour commute, and your show saves the lives of the drivers around me. So there's that. While I disagree with you on a good number of things, your insights and perspectives are a welcome challenge to my supreme Kai-like understanding. My question for you, since that's the trend, and a good one, is which fusion would you like to see if any pair was possible? Good guy or bad guy, canon or not, DBZ or super? Thanks, and please, if you don't mind, send some love over to Kakarot's Bane on Facebook. Uh, at what a clown for dank memes, current news, and other Dragon Ball fun, though we are current to subs. Thanks again, and keep up the good work. Seth. Seth, thank you so much for sending that. Uh, there's kind of a lot in here to address, so let me see if I can kind of take it uh, paragraph by paragraph. First of all, as always, as always, thank you for the comments. You guys have been really good about that lately. <laughs> you guys are coming in and you let me know how much you appreciate it and, and you're telling me what you like about it. It's always good to hear that stuff, you know, because I mean, once again, I can look at the download numbers and say, oh, OK, well, people obviously like the podcast because they're listening to it. But you never, you know, it's always nice to hear from specific fans and, and, and to get you guys' opinion on things. So I appreciate that. As always, I want to invite anyone who has said anything positive about the show and has <laughs> anything else positive you want to say to leave me a review on iTunes. Because that's really the most powerful way you can make that your love known. <laughs> okay. I mean, don't stop writing me. I'll read them too. But iTunes, you want to go there and leave me a review. So I appreciate that. Uh, also, yeah, okay. Um, Kakarot's Bane. Yeah, I checked out your page. Uh, anyone who's interested in, like you said, checking out some dank memes and <laughs> and, that, and those kinds of things, uh, go over, go over and check out and like that page. Uh, I I I gotta be honest with you here. I don't like a lot of Dragon Ball pages for the sole reason that a lot of the people that run them watch the Japanese dub as you do. So I just don't want to see spoilers, right? So 
Um, I don't know if you've post, uh, posted spoilers or not, <laughs> but I'm just saying in general, I kind of avoid those things because it's already hard enough trying to avoid spoilers and I've been spoiled in a lot of different ways. So obviously liking a page where someone's posting stuff may not be the thing for me, but for anyone else who's watching the Japanese dub, make sure you go check out that page. Uh, you mentioned in here and yeah, you kind of more or less singing the praises of the, the subbed, uh, Japanese version, um, or the dubbed, no subbed, sub, sorry. It's getting really confusing now. <laughs> uh, uh, Frieza's not actually my favorite character, by the way. You mentioned that in there. Frieza's my favorite villain. So I, just to clarify that, just so I don't look like someone who's like kind of, you know, <laughs> being a little bit inconsistent with things that I've said. Uh, yeah, Frieza's my favorite villain, or at least the Dragon Ball Z version of him is. But yeah, it's cool that you you grew up watching it. Tsunami, same one as me. And look, I, I, I get it. I mean, I've like I said a couple times before, I have a, a good friend of mine who uh watches the japanese dub uh and he swears it's the best thing he's ever seen and that he has no interest in the english dub and i get that like i get that for some people that is the superior version uh, i've also heard that the way the characters are handled and explained and sort of uh, um what's the word i'm looking for here sort of um, sort of explored is better in that version and it seems like they would be because those characters are actually Japanese characters I mean they were created <laughs> over there so it stands to reason that whatever their versions of everything is before it is Americanized will be more accurate to the characters and I get that I do here, here here's my thing um, and, and you've kind of already mentioned some of this stuff in here too so uh yeah, I just I just prefer the English dub, <laughs> and I I just can't. I, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm not I'm not saying one day that I won't jump ahead. I think I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes. One of the main reasons why I haven't done that is for this podcast, and for me to just start watching the Japanese dub all of a sudden would change this podcast drastically. I mean, I don't think people realize how much how different this would be if I already knew everything that was going to happen. But I kind of had to come in here and pretend like I didn't. And not only that, um, I mean, even if I didn't pretend like I did, did, I mean, obviously I could still compare the Japanese dub to the English one. But sometimes it's hard enough for me to find time as it is to record <laughs> just this version. You know what I mean? Like, so if I started trying to do all of that just to watch the English version for me, it's tough sometimes on time because I'm just so busy. So. Uh, for now, for now, I'm going to say, you know, I'm just going to stick with the English dub. Um, it, it, trust me, I've been tempted very many times. It's been very hard to avoid because I've, you know, I know, especially when it, when we get episodes like this one where it's, it's just this like a saga like this where it's not that great. I wish I could just fast forward and just get to the better shit. But I feel like I'll appreciate the better shit a lot more when I get to it. Uh, so I hope you guys can, you know, um, find some appreciation in that. Because I, I'd hate for the, the dynamic of this podcast to change because I, I decide to watch the Japanese dub. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you kind of mentioned that you don't stop the podcast. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, I, 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 as of right now, I have no intentions of stopping the podcast. I should say that. But I, I just like to be realistic because one of the things that you said that you appreciate about the podcast is how honest I am about stuff. 
So I'm always going to be honest about that and say that I don't know, that I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Uh, I, I don't mean to make it sound like it's about to stop. I'm just <laughs> I'm just being realistic, right? Because let's let's think about it like this. I mean, what I think the Japanese dub just celebrated the hundredth uh, episode. Uh, we're on episode twenty six here, so you know that's me doing this <laughs> podcast for another year and a half at least, just to catch up with that. And since I, I never know where I'm going to be a year from now, you know, so I just don't want to make any promises to everybody, and you won't be caught off guard if by some chance. It doesn't continue right now. There's no plans to stop anything. Obviously, as I always say, the more love and support you guys can show the podcast, the more likely it will be that it will stick around. So like the Facebook page, leave me some reviews, share the podcast, whatever you need to do. It's only going to help the situation. So uh, as for your question about which fusion would I like to see if any pair was possible? Oh, this is a tough question and i probably should have thought about this before i hit record <laughs> uh let's you know i th- i think it would have been cool to see gohan fuse with someone at some point um because that hasn't happened yet i mean and obviously i don't know what's going to happen later on in super maybe it's already happened but um i think that'd be cool so the fusion is always a little weird for me because when it when it first came about it all it almost just seemed as if um it was just sort of a something they made up on the spot you know it's one of those dragon balls he was very notorious for introducing brand new things at the last minute to just to give you like a power boost and it's almost like super saiyan god for me it's like why did they never mention that before and it's like well they had to have five saiyans or whatever but it's like, you know, it just seems like something that's really kind of convenient. Now, obviously, there's two different kinds of fusion, right? There's the one with the earrings and then there's the one with the dance. Uh, so I don't know. I think it might be cool to see Gohan fuse with someone. As for who, maybe Future Trunks, you know, like Gohan and Future Trunks, I feel like would probably be a really good fusion to see. What, what would we call them? Go Trunks? Uh <laughs> go trunks probably works yeah i mean which i don't know why they didn't call go tinks go trunks i've never i've always kind of wondered why they went with go tinks like i just don't i've never really liked that name uh, i mean i get it it's you know they took go 10 and put a k and s at the end of it but it seems like go trunks just would have been better i, I don't know <laughs> or maybe it would have been like a little bit confusing had someone yelled go trunks and they'd be like oh wait a second uh that's a little confusing because it could be you know <laughs> either one but uh yeah so i'll go with that i'll go with gohan and future trunks um since they're probably maybe you know closer to the same age which age doesn't really matter i don't think in terms of fusion uh at least not with the dance i mean you just have to have similar power levels and uh and and and, and, and training and stuff like that so that'd be something i'd like to see okay I feel like I kind of rambled my way through that. Seth, thanks a lot for uh, sending me that message. And go check out his page, Kakarot's Bane, on Facebook, okay? Now, I got one more email here that I'm going to read. This one's from Rick Blackbeard. Rick, thanks a lot. This is a very short one. Says here, Ahoy, Tim. Rick Blackbeard here. Just wanted to say I really loved episode 25 of the podcast, and those DBZ impressions were dope. You got talent, bro. Hope you do some more podcasts like this, maybe 50 or sooner. 
I didn't get a chance to see this week's episode from what I saw on Facebook. I guess everyone had the same problem with the way that it aired. Still looking forward to your review on it. Well, that's it for now. Thanks, Rick Blackbeard. Rick, thanks so much. Uh, I'm glad you loved the episode. I'm glad you thought the impressions were dope. Uh, <laughs> it's you know those impressions are something that I uh, I've never done before. Like I've ne- I've literally never sat down and uh, made like a conscious decision to actually do impressions of characters. Now I've always kind of done them just myself, right? I'm just kind of watching the episode and I'm just kind of saying some of the words back for fun, and then I realized that you know some of them were actually not terrible uh at least in my opinion so <laughs> I, I thought i got that idea and i said let's see if i could do 25 of these man because i i mean obviously that's a lot of characters right um and some of them were kind of obscure i mean you know if you watch the video some of those characters may be characters you haven't seen in a very long time if you haven't watched dragon ball z in a while but they're those characters are you know obviously still there you can youtube them to see and stuff like that but uh Thanks. Uh, thanks for saying that, man. I, I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, as far as episode 26 being a problem, this is something that I mentioned on the Facebook page. Once again, Facebook.com slash Rock the Dragon podcast uh, is that initially when I got home to watch the episode, uh, my DVR recorded the episode and it had the correct title and everything. But when I hit play, it played episode 25. So I don't know if my DVR had some kind of an error or if Cartoon Network actually mistakenly replayed episode 25 in the time slot that it normally plays uh, the new episode. Uh, But it does come on twice, right? So I think one came on at 7 p.m. and the other one came on at like 10.30 p.m. or 11 or something like that. I happened to be home for the later one, so I caught the second viewing of it and I just watched that one. Uh, So yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't do too much research on that, but I got to see the episode. So, uh, Rick, thanks once again for sending me an email. If you uh, have a question, comment, concern, once again, you can always email me at rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. I think it is time for us to jump over into the uh, episode talk this week. Of course, episode 26 of Rock the Dragon Podcast is going to cover episode 26 of Dragon Ball Super. A chance appears in a tight spot. Launch a counteroffensive, Goku. Man, these titles, I'm not going to even get into it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so episode 26, here we are. Uh, You know, I'm just going to go ahead and start off. I feel like I feel like every now (laughs) I feel like every time now my the the episode talk starts off with me just in a very negative sort of a space. But I'm sorry, this this (laughs) geez, this episode uh, my, just maybe the most terribly drawn and animated episode of the series so far. Uh, and I, I just, I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, it's just, this is, yeah, this is like one of the worst looking episodes for sure. I mean, there's, I, there is not a single redeeming moment in this episode in terms of art and animation for me. Um, you know, a lot of yeah, many of the uh, many of the other episodes had some bad animation in it for sure, and some bad art and all of that. But they would there would at least be a couple of shots in there that were just like, well, that's not so bad. I, you know, I, everything about this was just bad. It was just bad. <laughs> I mean, there's a shot in here, and I forget exactly where it is, but um, 
the camera kind of pans up on the guys on the sideline and you see Krillin standing there and Krillin, I, I want you to look at Krillin's arm in that shot. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just completely sad. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's depressing me now is what's happening it's, and it's getting, it's making me not even want to sort of review the episodes when they're this bad because there's nothing really to talk about here other than how bad it is and i just i don't want to spend 30 minutes like bashing an episode of a show that you know i i have love for i can't say that i love it but i have love for it because obviously this is dragon ball and i love dragon ball uh but i'm gonna stick with it i mean because obviously you know i was warned a long time ago that a lot of this stuff was going to look terrible so i can't even pretend like it i'm surprised i'm not but yeah, a lot of this stuff was just pretty horrible. Okay, so, um, but what we get here for the most part, okay, and I'm not going to keep this conversation too long because once again, you know, there's only so much you can say about uh, fight scenes and when they're just kind of talking trash to each other. There's nothing to really uh, dissect about that. Uh, so we get some pretty terrible <laughs> looking animation and, and, and fights here between Goku and Frieza and throughout the fight Goku's kind of hinting at the possibility that he's not using his full power uh, nothing new there that's something that they do a lot and frankly too damn much I would say uh, I'm just really ready for this arc to be over with okay <laughs> and then they're all kind of you know obviously we're going back and forth between Gohan and Krillin and and everybody on the sidelines and Sorbet is still there. They do remind us that Sorbet is there. Uh, and, you know, Freeze is just doing a lot of bragging here. And he's just saying how, you know, because he's, he's more or less winning the fight at this point. Uh, we do go over to Beerus and Whis and, um, you know, everyone in there saying how, you know, because Goku is pretty much losing the fight. So they're saying, Vegeta, you should you know, jumping and help. And, 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 and they're pretty much reminding us that these guys have gotten to a point now to where they don't like to team up anymore. Uh, they don't really see a need to work together. Their pride is kind of, uh, you know, surpassed that aspect of things. And uh, that's not too out of character for these guys. Cause I remember all the way back in Dragon Ball Z. I mean, they, you know, they threw those I don't remember if they destroyed the earrings or they threw them away or something, but they just kind of decided they didn't want to fuse together anymore. Um, so that kind of plays into this as well, right? Is that they don't want to team up because of their saying pride. Um, what I think it is to a certain extent is that, but I feel like it's also sort of a convenient plot device just to explain why they're not teaming up on Frieza even though obviously that would make a lot more sense <laughs> to do in their world because it's like well who's you gonna sit up there and get your ass beat and let them destroy the planet no you team up and you take them out but once again this is not completely new to the Dragon Ball world so so that's okay and uh we do get a flashback here which is always cool to Dragon Ball Z but once again I it almost kind of rubs me the wrong way when they do it because you're flashing back to a far superior show with far superior animation. So it's all it almost just makes Super look even worse <laughs> when they show Dragon Ball Z clips um, because this flashback stuff looks awesome. I mean, yeah, obviously it's still, you know, it's not as vibrant and all of that shit as Super is, but it just looks so much better. And I just I just miss that style. Um, but you know, I mean, it's good for them to do that every now and then because it, it does kind of tie it in and it kind of 
they it's an attempt to make you feel like this is a cohesive universe and this is truly these are truly events that took place after that even though it doesn't feel like it just based on a lot of different story elements and things like that um so yeah we get some moments in here where there's some they're they're obviously fighting and there's some blasts and stuff going on uh there's a moment where Frieza kind of blasts Goku sort of at point blank range and everybody actually considers for a second that he's dead uh I don't know why they would think that I mean <laughs> even Goku himself says something along the lines of uh when I first saw the blast I wasn't sure if I'd survive it but here I am it's like that I don't know it, the writing here is just it's, it's just pretty bad uh I don't feel like that's something that Goku would normally say you know it's when I first saw the blast I wasn't sure if I'd survive it it's like what i mean he's not and then he comes out of the smoke and he's not even that hurt from it so not only was he way off by thinking he wouldn't survive it it barely did any damage to him at all so i don't i don't know if there's just sort of a translation problem there between the japanese version and this one but just something about that line that just didn't work for me it didn't make sense now what's probably one of the more important things to take away from this episode and this fight Goku and Vegeta kind of make these observations that, uh, you know, we, we start to notice that Frieza is getting winded pretty easily here, right? And, you know, just to kind of jump ahead to it, uh, we and this is something I had kind of forgotten about because I honestly don't remember if it necessarily happened in uh, Resurrection F the same way, but uh, Frieza's new form is taking a toll on his body. He's kind of putting out way more energy than his body can sustain. Okay, now, as someone who complained many, many times about the whole Frieza becoming super strong in such a short amount of time thing, I've mentioned a bunch of times how that rubbed me the wrong way. This is sort of a uh, good way of addressing the consequences of his quick transformation. Right. Because I was saying that, hey, you know, that's fucking stupid. Like now all of us, all of a sudden he's as strong as everyone else after four months. But it came at a cost. So that is probably one of the best sort of writing shifts, I think, that they made so far to kind of remedy that and say that, okay, he did get stronger, super strong in a short amount of time. But there's a, you know, now there's a consequence for doing that. And um, Goku kind of mentions it. He says later on that you should have learned to regulate your this new this new form first before you just decided to jump into battle. Okay, so essentially he's just losing power this entire fight. And this is something. This is an observation that they make. Uh, but yeah, Goku's just kind of mentioning also is that he even he's still not fighting at a hundred percent for some reason still. Uh, so he powers up. And that makes Frieza want to power up even more so, but I think we're just kind of led to believe that that, and then that's um, actually making him weaker, right? Because his body's burning more energy uh, more quickly the more he kind of powers up. So that happens. Um, and then let's see, they kind of just have an exchange of blows, and uh, it still looks like Frieza's kind of gotten the advantage for most of it. But, you know, kind of the, the whole time Goku knows that, you know, uh, I just need to wait a little bit longer and hang in here while he just kind of overextends himself. And then I wait for the right moment. And then, you know, I'll know when it's it's time and he's pretty much done. Uh, so that happens now. Um, and then we get a Yeah. So we get a moment where he just kind of punches Goku and then 
nothing happens and that's when Goku tells him you know you're pretty much done you know you 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 kind of rush this entire process and you're now and for that reason your energy is burned out way more quickly than it would have normally uh, I guess fortunately for Frieza he has Commander Sorbet kind of sitting on the sidelines here waiting to sneak Goku <laughs> okay so he sneaks Goku uh, while Goku has just decided to power down completely, feeling that he's defeated Frieza, he's even kind of, he's doing his typical Goku thing where he's saying that, hey, next time you come back, I promise we'll fight again, yada, 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 but you're, for now, you're done. Um, so Sorbet sneaks up with, on him and just kind of shoots him with a, I don't know, is that, I couldn't tell if it was a ray gun or if it was some kind of weird, like, ring that he had on his finger that, <laughs> that would shoot a blast. Um... You know, when I initially watched this episode, I didn't I didn't really like that because I mean, even though in the past they have definitely established that uh, when your guard is completely down, even something, you know, even the weakest sort of attacks can hurt you. Uh, yeah, but I, I just I don't know about that, you know, because to me, a ray blast from some weaklings, you know, gun should probably be comparable to a bullet from a regular earthling gun and as as in it shouldn't really do anything right like i still feel like maybe that shouldn't have had much of an effect on goku but i mean they did kind of make it better and more believable because he powered completely down before he was shot so i guess if you want to kind of look at it like that maybe it's not as bad uh but obviously, you know, it, it came back to bite him in the ass. Goku still being the naive sort of happy-go-lucky. Uh, I'm going to give you a second chance kind of a character that he is. Uh, it is and this is what happens to him. Uh, so Frieza gets to the point where he has the upper hand. He's pretty much whooping Goku's ass. He's, just, he's about to wipe him out. And then, ta-da! Let's not forget that Vegeta's there, which no no one forgot that Vegeta was there. And the funny thing is, is that the way they edited this, well, first of all, I forgot to mention this. The whole scene where, where Goku was shot with the, the ray was edited in such a weird way. I just, something, there was something about the way that played out that just didn't, I, <laughs> I don't know. They edited that in such a weird way. It was in, it was in a way to where it's like we saw the reactions of everyone's, um, faces before Goku was even shot with the blast when it seemed like those shots should have been reversed um, so that was weird but uh, yeah I mean it's just no one no one forgot that Vegeta was there okay so but the way they edited this and they put the tense music and they show the close-ups of everyone's faces trying to build suspense as if we forgot Vegeta was there when they spent half the episode talking about Vegeta standing over there on the side and how he didn't want to jump in so I mean who thought for one second that Vegeta was not going to jump in to the fight um, so it's just you know it's just poor writing and that's pretty much where the episode ends and I gotta say this about even for some reason you know obviously randomly they like to change up the, the ending credits to the episode even the end credits look bad now that's new Usually the usually the opening credits and the ending credits look incredible because that's where they obviously put most of their money at. But even like the end credits of this episode look like shit. So I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I know I've been really negative this episode, but I mean, I've come to realize and learn from you guys that you appreciate the honesty here. And I'm, I can't sit here and pretend like there was anything good about this. <laughs> there wasn't. 
Uh, it was all pretty bad. Um, but I know that it doesn't last forever. So that is definitely something to be excited about. So if you have any questions or comments about that, send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Please head over to facebook.com slash rockthedragonpodcast. Like the page. You know, I've already said this a million times. So you, you guys already know how it goes. So uh, uh, that about does it for this episode, guys. So until next time for Rock the Dragon Podcast, I am Tim Bridgewater. And I'll see you next time.